The Wing Republic specializes in gourmet chicken wings, recognizing the glaring gap in the pop-up market. Founder Trompo Mukwena started the Wing Republic in 2014 to cater to those seeking a gourmet experience at food markets. A qualified marketer with a distinguished corporate career, he began in sales and brand management at SA Breweries, then later evolved into new business development at the SABC, including Metro FM. Uh, this prepared him for his last corporate gig role uh, as marketing manager at the small enterprise development agency before running his restaurant on a full-time basis. And now, he's our guest on Going Up. His name is Tom Pomokwena, founder of the Wing Republic. He's only here because one day I happened onto that shop and did I stuff myself with the wings. <laughs> but then I got to understand he's running an amazing business. Hey, it's good, man. Oh, good, man. How good are you doing? Good to see you. Good hey, to likewise, see you. Likewise. You know, I'll tell you this much. Uh, I met you under some circumstances. For me, it was part of having a meal at lunchtime. And I had, I had a meal and I enjoyed the food, no doubt. But it's more when I spend time with you experiencing and I thought, I need to know your story. And unbeknown to you, I was digging. Every time I spoke to you, I was <laughs> digging more to understand. And I realized you have a story that I'd like to share with our listeners about how you've grown from a drop. Because... Practically, you started with absolute, absolutely nothing. True. And you borrowed and begged and, and robbed. And today, you can point at a building that's a business that you've grown. That, by the way, you have to run back to when we're done. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Are you good, though? I'm super. I'm let's, super. Let's I mean, start right at the beginning with the man himself. Where does it all begin with you? Where were you born? What you know? So, say us a bit about your life. All right. So, Tom Pomukwena is a 35 year old. Yeah. I come from Kotowaza in the Eastern. You know. Yeah. So I grew up with. I, I, I was rather raised by my grandmother and my mother. Yeah. Actually, my grandmother named me Tompo, You know, and I've got four siblings from my mother. Got another three from my dad. So. Growing up, little lady fella, you know, just being the only child for a decent nine years of my life. It was a situation of saying, how do I raise this kid? You know, this is the understanding that I got from my mother. Just how do I raise this kid, being a single parent and all of that? So from an early age, man, I started selling like small things, you know, like I'd sell despise because my mother used to work at Robinson's. Yeah. So, you know, like those factory shops where you buy a doom can with a dent and I'd sell that. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I started selling, you know, so for, for, for most part of my, of my youth, you know, so that got me into business. I mean, prior to that, my grandmother used to sell jerseys and stuff, you know. So I pushed myself, obviously, from from going through high school, you know, with my mother, still trying to hustle. You know, I used to sell dashboard sprays so that I could make enough money to go to to high school, like yeah. you know, pay for taxi fare and all of that. Two thousand, I finished my trick in ninety nine. So two thousand, I I then set set it out because I didn't have money to go to varsity. Until a friend of mine said, "Look, there's Nefses, try that, go for it." And then, unbeknown to me literally jumped into marketing because I just applied because I just wanted to go to university. Mm. I think all my mother wanted was performance, just go get, just get out of this house <laughs> and get something. Just get something, you know. Yeah. So I applied, I was late, marketing, got accepted as a marketing student, first year at then Vestec, you know, marketing student did pretty decent. By second year I was in top ten, you know, as as a marketing student. And I think for the decent part of two thousand and two as as a second year student I said as being the number one student in, in my marketing class. And then by third year, I graduated at the top of the class. And then I was the young marketer over there for 2003 in, in Vets. And I was the fourth place runner because 
they ran this competition amongst different technicons, you know, yeah. prior to the majors and all yes, of that. Yeah. And then from there, a lot of corporates started reaching out, you know, to say, dude, I think we, I think you got something, you know. So I got offered, I think, about three, four jobs until I decided to go to Nestle. Then that's when my corporate career started from there, spent about eight months at Nestle, spent another another six odd months at, mm. at ABI. Then I got promoted into SAB, where I was a rep, moved up the ladder. And then eventually I found myself, yeah, at the public broadcaster, you know. And started off in business development as an AE. But because I always had the senior marketing, you know, I ended up saying, you know what, I want to grow, I want to grow, I want to grow. I mean, the same has been said from FMCG, from yeah. SAB. I wanna, I've been one, you know. And then opportunity came, and as a brand manager for Metro FM. That's, like, be, that's before my time, guys. So I'm not responsible <laughs> for his past mistakes. No, you know what I mean? So, and then I, I found myself here at the SABC, spent another two years. But again, I've never been one to be comfortable with anything, you know. So every job, except with the exception of SAB, I've literally spent like three years. Yeah. But everything has always been a year and a couple of months here, two months there, yeah. and two years rather there, you know. So the same was said, yeah, then went to the NFVF, spent another two years. But prior to me leaving Metro FM, I had went to a market. In fact, I left Metro in June of 2014. So I was invited to a market. In so so that is around the time this is happening now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when now everything is starting to, you know, to build up. And we are now, I've just left this job. You know, SABC radio being radio. Always on the grind. Yeah. Like you could be doing an OB at this time of the day, you know. Mm. So I could be, I'd be traveling to like Eastern Cape, Deben, whatever. You name yeah. it, I've done it. You know what I mean? So after that, with NVF, it was more settled, you know. Monday to Friday, knock off home. Got invited to market in August. Mm. And after one of those hectic nights, I figured I needed something spicy. Went to, I won't mention the franchise, but it's in Soweto. Went there, it was closed. Went to the market. Get to market in Villagazi, and there was zero chicken wings. Not even chicken wings per se, but anything spicy. Anything spicy, yeah. You know what I mean? Because after one of those nights, you want something, you know? Mm, mm. So there was nothing. Call all eight. I'm like, hey, man, there is, I'm in Soweto, and believe it or not, they don't sell anything that resembles a chicken. She's like, hmm, let me see. Let me see what we can do. Give my mother about a week or two weeks, and then she called me and said, look, I think chicken wings is the best way to go, solely because there's a supplier that I found. They're cheap, but most importantly, you can eat chicken wings on the go. Yeah. So if your target market is events and market, why not do, you know, chicken wings? Yeah. So I figured chicken wings are easy. Used, I think we started the business about three grand, you know. I took that from my own salary, body, body equipment, but chicken wings, invited one of my friends to taste the wings. You know, this was like all in August. So by early September, we already designed the logo. So a friend of mine designed the logo. And because can I stop <clears throat> you right there? Yeah. So you come up with this idea in August. By September, there's a logo already. How important is that? So because I come from a a branding background, because I come from a marketing background, first and foremost is I'm a marketer. You know, mm. so I've always believed in one thing: that people buy into brands before they buy into anything else. You know, so we all drive certain vehicles, yeah. it is not necessarily because those cars are better than, let's say, Chinese replica. It's purely because we're buying to brand. Look at see if you drive a Beamer. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we, we we tend to look at you, we frown at you if if, if your Adidas is Didas. Mm -hmm. you know, if it lacks the 1A, we, we want the full brand. Correct. Yeah. You know, correct. So, so that, branding is very important. So branding is, is fundamentally everything, you know. So we designed the logo and because I come from a marketing background, I start now running with this 
with this brand called the Wing Republic, you know. So the whole idea was just to specialize in chicken wings because obviously seeing a gap in the market and there was nothing similar to that in this country. So started running with, with, with the wings and day one in low grade 7th September 2014, it's me, my mother, my brother and I think my cousin if I'm not mistaken, then we sell out. Day one. Day one, we sell out. But obviously with us selling out, there's, there's the feedback of saying, please improve on this flavor. Yeah. Add a bit more salt on that. And, you know, so gradually, so this market happens once a month. So next Sunday, next month rather, on the last Sunday of the month, we're at low crate. We sell out. We start increasing stock gradually. But obviously now the pack is bitten. To yeah. say, yes, I work, but I'm making... Some money on the side, mm. you know. It's not a lot, you know. It's not a lot, but I'm making something on the side. Then I start looking at other opportunities. But obviously, people that organize events and markets, they go to this place. So you walk into low crate, and someone says to you, "Do you want to come to my event?" I want, you know. Yeah. Then we started growing. Then the popularity. But then now, what happens? The change of fortune, rather for the best, I think, is that in March of 2015, there was delicious. Applied, application gets accepted. And voila, boom, boom! We are now into one of the biggest yeah. events, really, in you know, full food events in this country. Then I, I, I rally all the troops, and then we do this market again. We have a queue, like we had the longest queue at Delicious 2015. Mind you, we, we hadn't been in business for more than a year, and there were people that I was just worried about because I've seen them in markets. I'm like, they're going to clap us, and we do very well, you know. Mm. And and then with that said, I now started getting into. Yeah, there's a brand that you see on social media. How about we get into T-shirts? Started branding the team, gazebos, because we predominantly use like gazebos and all of that. Yeah. Speak to old lady and she says, look, let's maybe find a tablecloth that is distinguishedly ours, you know? So there's there's a tablecloth that we use. It's scotch. It's black or white. And it resembles. So everybody knows this. So every whether we have a branding elsewhere, whatever, the, if you see that, you know the Wing Republic is in the building. You know, so we gradually grow, grow from that and... We do delicious, we do very well, but subsequent to that, we started doing a lot more other markets. You know, we started doing a lot more prestigious events like your your pop bottles, your delicious, and 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 a few more others. You know, we started getting into what was now called, I guess, prestigious markets, like mm-hmm. your your neighbor goods. We start doing four ways. The brand starts growing and people know about this brand. Yeah. You know, so fast forward 2017, the early 2007, the, now, the, the talks now become, the voices become louder. Mm. So what happens, Tompo, if I want to eat your wings and it's a Tuesday? Because I can only see a neighborhood because Saturday. So what must happen now? Yeah. Then I'm start, I start toying with the idea of saying, maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe not, you know? Because I'm also, I mean, as with any other business, I'm making decent money now on the side and I've got a 9 to 5. But the challenge now is I have to toy between the two. Monday to Friday, I'm this boss at the NV, uh, at Cedar, and then Saturday, Sunday, I'm this guy with the apron trying to push this hustle, you know? So at some point, it gets to a discussion of saying, I'm a 34-year-old, guess now it's about time I took a risk. You know, I mean, if I don't take it now, I'll never take it again. Mm. So fortunately for us, there's a restaurant that, clo- that that had closed down. I think the lady was moving out from Bramfontein. At the time, I bought myself a the F31 BM. You know, because I, mean, I was working, I was making decent money on the side. And then now the sacrifice came in. That now I have to get rid of the car. this car. You know, so so I called the guy that I bought the car from and I'm like, dude, I need to get rid of this car. 
you know. And he's like, wow, it's a beautiful car. I'm like, like, I get it, I get it, I get it. But fundamentally, after the vehicle, what then happened, you know? So there's got to be more to life than that. I mean, I've, I've, I think I've just told the story of how I've always worked two years here, three years yeah. there. Because I've always been driven by something, you know? So get rid of the car, pay the penalties, and use all of that money. And fortunately for us, we had a delicious food festival in 2017, mm-hmm. happened in <clears> September. <throat> so we had a good delicious, you know, like we did very well. So take some of the money, some of my savings, and invest it in the store. You know, so September, sign a lease. October, the lease starts. September, we open a store. Difficult few months, I must say. And look, November was difficult. Bramfontein is relatively dead it does. in December. It's a, student, yeah. it's a student village. December was dead. Jane, I'm now caught up with this brand. That I'm like, now I'm starting to have doubts. You know, now I'm start I'm starting to have doubts. Say, am I in in the right space? Am I am I am I really doing? Is this the right decision though? You know, call my mother and I mean, literally the family to say, guys, what do we do? You know, my mother's like, you've sacrificed so much. Keep going. Feb, March, April, June, and I called this friend of mine, told me who designed the actual logo. You know, I'm like, dude, I'm looking for a job. I mean, because now he works at a company, he gets me this interview. Get you know, subsequently I, I get the job in principle. But now I'm caught up with am I going back to the nine to five? Am I not? You know, but again, this thing of saying you've sacrificed so much to get to mm. this point. Why give up now? You know? And a lot of a lot more people say, Look, you if 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 you've given up so much to get you, might as well continue. So it was it was a difficult few months. And then gradually the build, the business started growing. Yeah. And and luckily for us, what what happened? Why why do you think it started to to catch the attention of so at lines? I think there's two things. I think more than anything else, using maybe some of my, my marketing expertise, I now started thinking of specials, some that appeals to some of the things. I wouldn't necessarily walk there because it's a, it's an expensive restaurant, you yeah. know. So let me just do like specials, like a bottomless Tuesday, bottomless drip Tuesday that we have today. Yeah. Where you literally at the time you spend like a hundred bucks, eat as much as you want. It's a small circle, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but I think the big thing now that happened is with the with the racist incident that happened with Catavelos, yeah, with, with the proud part owner, whatever, whatever he does, you know. So there was a lot more talkability around. But you don't necessarily need to go to Bram to that guy. There's now the Ring Republic. Mm. So, and then I think last week sometime there was this talkability on social media about the Ring Republic, the Ring Republic, the Ring. and then just like that, our fortune changed. You know, let. I mean, I know that the Russian smokers closed on on Tuesday, Wednesday, crazy day. Thursday, same. Saturday, we had a queue out of the store. And now we are caught up in the building phase where Trump was thinking three, four waitresses in the front, maybe two guys in the kitchen. Now we swamped. We overwhelmed. There's a bomb on every seat. And I'm, and I'm stuck and I'm panicking. And good problem to have, yes, but... Yeah. I'm just thinking experience and, you know, but I mean, again, speaking, going back to my mother to say, so what do you do? She she always assures me that we started off from an unbranded gazebo, mm-hmm. you know? So before the Wing Republic was even a brand that people know, we literally had a gazebo that we bought at Macro. We wore our own t-shirt. She gave us the aprons. And she always goes back to that to say, if you, you started there, you built it to what it is today. What could stop you now? I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? So So literally that's, that's the journey in principle in terms of how how it's how a beautiful story. I love this story. Uh, he's our guest on going up. Klompomogwena, founder of the Wing Republic. 
a gourmet chicken wings business, but also he now does uh, ribs and other funky stuff in the business. It's not only just chicken, but of course, his signature is uh, chicken wings. If you want to join us in this conversation, one, we are uh, live on Facebook, Metro FM Talk with Rams. But two, you can call uh, 089-110-3377. Have you tasted this food? Have you been there before? Do you like it? Are there things that frustrate you? Do you like this story? <laughs> uh, you know, we want to talk to you. 089-110-3377. And let's celebrate the men. Because the point of this uh, feature of the show is people like Klompo who had ample opportunity to give up and did not give up. And I, I like talking to people like those. It is so easy to give up. When that moment in the rest of October, November, December, January, and average three people walked in per week, it's a great opportunity to lock the doors. And he didn't. So let's talk to him. 089-110-3377, the number to dial, and anything that you want to say to him, including slow down on the salt, mate. You have time to say <laughs> that to him. You can say that to him. But Trumpo, I, I want to understand why is it that at, at a particular point of the business when you were ready to give in, in spite of, yes, you have already around the corner, what completely stopped you from jumping back to corporate? I think the, the critical thing for me was that I moved from I'd say a very decent position, you know, mm. as national marketing manager at CEDA. You know, the salary wasn't bad. Mm. And something inside me said, you've got a good thing going where the ring public is concerned. And it's literally your own baby. You've got a legacy to build, you know? Yeah. I've always, I always post, I always tweet on Facebook when something great happens. Damn, mate, you post, ne? Especially Instagram, <laughs> ne? No, this guy posts, my friend. You know, I always say, I always like posting this thing that like I made my people proud to be a Mokoina, you know? Yeah. So and, and and fundamentally that's that's what I live for, you know. I want that grew up in the same circumstance to feel like if he could do it, I could do it. You know, so especially in my case where I grew up in a single parent home, you know. So mm. my only role model, that's why I keep saying my mother, my mother, my mother because literally she's not only a mother but she's a friend, you know. So it's because of the sacrifice that I that I that I've given up or you know what I mean, like it, it wasn't easy to say, I'm giving up on this thing. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you to keep quiet. You talk too much. <laughs> Let's give our listeners a chance to speak because they want to speak to you. Itumileng, Morocco North. Good evening. Evening, Daddy. Eita. Eita, Eita. Uh, Brasoni. Tompo. Tompo, Tompo. Sorry, Brasoni. No problem. Give me the government, Brasoni. Everything starts and ends there. Give me on that. Sure. Yeah. I'm uh, what I am because of I always refer. Uh, two. I'm looking at your, your video live on Ajirnem and I know this face meets from Mukasi Mom somewhere and how to locate my kitty. Two boning the last one, but now Kiraproaga push us tragedy, a rebeli. How you attain that? Thank you so much, Abuti. Thank you, Mare. You too. Right, always right. always wonderful to hear from you on this show. He he's an amazing businessman himself, by the way. Uh like you. No, in sales, working for somebody, but already building his yeah. own stuff. You know, I, I love people like him, a keen listener of this show. From your hometown, hopefully somebody who knows you. Sipo, good evening in Togoza. Hey, El Jeffa. Ah, Bafanas. How are you, Bafanas? Good, man. How are you doing? 
I'm good, Mfana. I would like just to say I'm proud of you. From saving wing, Kadipa played, going up and down, and to a brand that you're building, you have made Togoza proud. Me knowing you from the dusty streets of Mkia Street in Togoza to where you are today, you really you are building a brand, Mfana. Thank you so much, Mihati. I'm proud of you. Sipo, between between you and I, <laughs> were the streets really dusty, or is this has just become a wonderful cliche to to use? No, no, the streets were very dusty. Like like time. seriously I dust. I still remember his Ubuan meter never never actually doomed the spice. And Khona Karan Romong Khona I wrote a kadi doomed the spice. We grew up in the same street. Yeah, no, no, I'll I'll when I get Udume I don't trust the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, I'm my brother. Of, I'm, I'm I'm proud of him. Uh, from uh, uh, some of us were there when he served the first wings capita plate to, yeah. to where he is today. Uh, great stuff, mate. Thank you very much for calling and for listening in. Another one just across the road from Togoza is Lindo and Katlehong. Good evening. The Eastern people are on the line. Everybody right. calling us from the Eastern. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Well, how are you, mate? We're good, thanks. This is because that you're supporting our our, our member here in the East. Mm. Um, men, we're very proud of you. Um, um, the previous caller is Sipo, who is um, my friend, which makes Sampo my friend partially so as well. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Man, I just want to congratulate you on, on, on what you're doing. You're really doing great things. You inspire us from the bottom of, of, of the struggle, man. Thank um, you so much. Thank you. Doing to make it all. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. You. Thank you. I, I'm hoping at some point somebody's going to call and ask a question or for some advice. You know, everybody's singing your praises. <laughs> now, there are not many names like Buzwe. So I can only suspect I know this Buzo. one, especially because he's in Alberton. <laughs> uh, hippie. Excellent. Yeah. I just want to first congratulate you. Thank and, you. And just say, Guti, um, I'm really proud of our people who are breaking spaces that uh, are unorthodox or previously not our spaces. You get what I'm saying? Thank you, Miyati. Uh, predominantly, when people think restaurants, they think African food or they think scope or you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for you, they stepped out into doing things like body reefs, body wings, when there's people like your chicken leggings and other bigger brands out there to compete with my brother, I say big up to that. That's one. Two, uh, it, it, it really hurts my heart. Buzo, move to the left. We are losing you. <laughs> Two balls left. Society to say it shouldn't take for racist incidences to happen at spare and to happen not wait. We are we are fortunate that Trump did not give up the many months of struggling that mm-hmm. he had. You know, yeah. the fact that for his business to turn around, we had to have a reminder of saying we've got our own. Mm-hmm. Nothing is hurtful. So I just want to appeal to the message to say let's support our own. We've got the capital. We've got the numbers. People that are out there and are, are starting these businesses, they need us to stay in business. So that's that's mine for the evening. Thank you, sir. Uh, I think you are right on on the on the principle of saying we shouldn't be reminded of of, of who we are, or of, or rather, to, to get to, to garner support for for the businesses that we're building. But yeah. I mean, it is it is the country that we live in, and and I think to to some degree, I am grateful that it exposed the brand to to a lot more. 
people, especially to different audience. But I think you are right in, in, in saying that we shouldn't necessarily wait for these reminders. You know what I mean? So support a brand because, yeah, it is black, but support it because it is a business. You know what I mean? I, I need to acknowledge uh, Buzo and A because like you, uh, when, when somebody says interior design, we think white. And here's a man who started his own interior design business, pitching it at the same levels as you would think about anything international, not only white, but international. And I, and I, I, I applaud you, my brother. It's not a space that's going to be easy. I know it's not easy for you. But this thing of us being uh, framed to do, you know, the smaller stuff, the, the things that belong to us. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's absolute nonsense. We got to play in the, ga- the game in the space where everybody plays. We've got the numbers, man. I think if you, this is Africa, this is South Africa. We've got the numbers as, as, as black people, colored Indians, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But I think as, 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 a, as a majority, we've got the numbers. So I think we need to use those, those numbers to advantage. I mean, there's a lot more Okay, uh, <laughs> make more money and then you are back on this show, ne? Make more money than you back. You back on this no, show. No, 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 Thanks, no, oh. Thank you. Uh, Jabli also in uh, Albertine. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. Like, I'm literally in the car. I'm from Gesha because I want this to finish and then in Gesha. Um, I, I have a question and, okay, I feel... Uh, uh, sorry, Jabli, do you know the show ends at nine o'clock? What's the time now? <laughs> so you can't you can mouth when I The show ends at nine. The show is not about Tlompo. This show lasts until nine PM. But Kubeka, Kubeka. Please understand that I'm tired. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Just for Tlompo. Okay. So Tlompo, I don't personally know you now, but Unku knows you. Untombi knows you. Um, we were there the other day, and you like the way we interact and abantu I like that, you know. It's, it's, it shows good to Muntu Abanduna. And then I've got a, a bit of um, questions for you. I don't know if Zokonu Gwapiangula. Azami. Azami. Okay. The time Bune, Bune outbreak, at least three of us. No, not even, hey, because I think if you if you think about it, most of our food is is, yeah. is cooked, you know, it's grilled and all of that. So yeah. it is not like cold meat. So I think we are advantaged, at, you know what I mean, to, to a point that we cook most of our food mm. so it wasn't really a a challenge but i think i also to get reassurances from from my supplier because i didn't want that incident because it w- would have destroyed our business had we been in in that position mm, okay okay and then also um a lot of people you know they start living the lavish life Nam, and then yonkinto ipinde ichiye ibuyele pansi have you have you i don't know if have you got some sort of strategy as to how you're going to go about your your business instead of because you know how the tendency is and then you now and then all of a sudden my question i guess is you spoke about legacy how how then do you intend on building that legacy so I think more than anything else, I'm, I'm gonna go back to my mother. Oh, my mama, you know. So I got excited <laughs> because of of the little money that you might possibly make. Yeah. You know, she always keeps yeah. me grounded on on the basis of which you know where we started. You know, you know what the plan was. You know, and I I raised you. You know, in difficult situations. I mean, I grew up at Towards back in the 90s. 
IFP, ANC, I'm sure you know the story. You know what I mean? So, I know it very well. Yeah, I grew, up, I grew up in such environments. So I know what it's like being at the bottom. And it's not like I've seen the top, but at least now I can see where the road is heading to. So it'll be very difficult for me to get excited and, and start doing things that are on towards, you know what I mean? Especially with what I'm trying to build. Because ultimately, yeah. the people that are calling, maybe the people that are still trying to call in that look at me and say, if he could do it, I could do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it now stops being about Utompo going alone, but being about yeah. everyone else that looks into growing up a cast and trying to find a role model that can True. that they can grow with. You know what I mean? Or that that, yeah. that they can look up to and try mimic it most. Any other question, Jablil? Yes, one last one. I've mm. got a lot. No, no, no. I, I, the more I'm you ask, the more you stay in the car. I'm enjoying <laughs> this. Continue. <laughs> so, um, okay, a lot of people are interested in business. A lot of people have started business. But also, but say, so I'm a challenge like, I'm a need. Mm. Did, was, was there anything specific that you had, like, some sort of guide or was it your studies or was there anything as to what direction are you mm. taking when you face this challenge and i'm also asking this for myself no not even hey there wasn't there wasn't a a guide on the basis yeah. of which i must follow a certain blueprint but i yeah. think fundamentally i believe in in the whole mentality which is you know so wow. like i've said like i said masaka i saw an opportunity for chicken wings at the market but because I opted to trial it out with the people, not necessarily a way to refine the process, I was able to get feedback on the go. So someone would say, Lendu ya baba, or it's got more salt, it's got less salt, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So gradually you grow. Because I, I found that a lot of times as entrepreneurs or would-be entrepreneurs, we want to refine a process or a product before we take yeah. it out to the, to the market or to the trade. Whereas yeah. ideally, you need to start small, man. I mean, like I, I was saying earlier on, with you, I started the business with literally two grand from my own savings. And and everything else was trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. Yeah. Until today. Actually, you know, I, can, I can assume it was mostly error than trial. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know. so so as it is today, even as a shop, we, we, have, we, have some, we, have, we have some challenges, you know. We have some challenges, but mm-hmm. it's all about getting feedback and and trying to, to, to change and, and, and progress from, from, from the little feedback that we get, whether positive or negative. Ultimately, yeah. People that give you feedback, they want you to. They want you to see. They want to see you rather do well. Jablil, I need to get Oh yeah, no, thank you, I just yeah, want to say like all the best to you, Shampo, and you're doing a whole lot of people from the East End, from the Togos are proud, and we 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 really do look up to you and keep on keeping on. Yeah? Thank you so much. For Ama, Ama Wings. Who's it? Who's it's ready. Jablile could easily stand in for me next time I'm not here. She asked <laughs> brilliant questions. So we we when one day when I hire, I'm gonna think about you in Glen Vista. Uh, Chris, good evening. How are you, parents? Sharp is it? I'm good, thanks. Uh, I'm so inspired by that man. Tampo, mm. I'm good, man. How are you doing? It's Chris Walsh. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Grand, parents, grand. I just want to relate the story about this man. Go ahead. Now, when I first time met him, you know, we met at a space, I'm in a different space of business in watches, but he actually do food. Mm. You know, I always look at him and said, you know, this man, he took that leap, you know, to actually compete with the big guys like myself. So I'm very inspired. He's younger than me, but I said to myself, you know, I'm going to follow his footsteps, mm-hmm. whatever he's actually doing. And I like what he's actually doing. I said, it's a legacy. We, whatever we're doing, even if we started Ekasi, we're actually building a legacy. It's all about the legacy. It's all about ourselves. We're building this for our future generation. Mm. Shampo, I'm very proud of you, my brother. Thank you. Thank Big you. Up and we'll always do whatever we do on the ground. Definitely. Thanks, my brother. Definitely. Sure. Hola.
how does it make you feel when you hear people say these things? It's inspiring, man. Like genuinely, it is inspiring, and and it's really the fuel that you need to keep going. You know, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it scary at the same time? It is. I mean, it is everything. Everything that you do, every every move that you make, there's always someone that's watching, whether good or bad. Someone yeah. is always looking, you know. But I always go back to to a story that I once read to say when it comes to to white people, you know, wealth is is intergenerational, you know. So we can never expect to be rich out of the young republic now. Maybe my kids or my kids' kids would probably, yeah. you know what I mean, like would probably make that. So it's that kind of thinking that we're winning. You know, it's through the inspiration of people saying we look up to you that we can literally build businesses that in the future we can say in 2014, he started that business. 10, 20 years down the line, he's got franchises across the world. Is that the plan? That is the plan ultimately. But like like before, it took me three years to get to my first store. So even if it takes me another three years to get to my second store, literally everything is slow progress is better than no progress. What? This is my final question. Yeah. What do you tell somebody like Jablile and anybody else who's listening? They want to start their own business. They have rent to pay. They have food to put on the table. They have extended family like all of us do take care of extended family. But they have this burning desire to start their own thing. And they've got an amazing skill and or trade that they can put out to business. What do you tell them? How, how do you tell them to ultimately take that leap of faith? So I always believed in grand opening, mm -hmm. grand closing. So fundamentally, all you need to do is to start small. You know, so in my case, I could spend a decent 2000 to start a business. Mm -hmm. But I had to call a friend to design a logo. I had to now rely on my mother to, to assist me in the kitchen when we were cooking. And yeah. I had to rely on my brother. So... As much as we might not necessarily have the financial capabilities to go big, there's always people. You've mentioned a very valid point. So we've got extended family that yeah. we're taking care of. How about you rope those people in and just show them what you're trying to build? Because it is the same resources around you that will ultimately get you to to what I have built today, for example. You yeah. know what I mean? Where you use those resources because if you're taking care of them, or rather if they can see that the benefit of you running this business, that they ultimately will make some money or there's some benefit to it, then that's essentially what you need to do. You know what I mean? So start very small because I found that a lot of people want to refine, like I've said before, they want to refine a process before they can go to trade. Mm. But they never want to start small and gradually build from that. Like I've said, took me three... So patience is a very important without a doubt. ingredient of, of business. Without a doubt. But, mm. but isn't it that most of us want to get in because we want to become rich tomorrow? But that's what I was saying earlier, to say sometimes you got to look post you. You mm. know, you got to be the sacrificial lamb. You got to look at, if I get it to this point, my kids can plug in or my, my relatives, whoever can plug in and take it to the next point. You know yeah. what I mean? So it is not necessarily about you being rich today or in 10 years' time. You got to think about it intergenerational. White people have been doing this for ages, where grandmother... And then the daughter and maybe the grandkids. It's it's built on. It's built on, you know. It's very seldom, unless if you win the lottery where someone gets rich overnight. Yeah. But it's always an inheritance. You've taken a business from your grandmother and now you're running with it. Maybe at some point your kids plug into it because as you grow older, there's different skills that come into yeah. into play. There's different ways of thinking about business, you know what I mean? So, And based on that alone, we can grow, we can build decent businesses that tomorrow 
they're sustainable, but most importantly, can take over the world. For the purposes of uh, listeners, where do they find the Wing Republic? And those who may want to do business with you, you know, where you could deliver stuff and stuff, how do they contact you? So the Wing Republic is based on 6 Depier Street in yeah. Bramfontein. And our store number is 011-339-1358 on social media. On Instagram is at The Wing Republic. On Twitter is at The Wing Republic. On Facebook is at The Wing Republic. And then for me personally, I just go by Tlompo, spelled T-L-H-O-M-P-H-O. Surname is Mukwena. And on Instagram is just Tlompo. On Twitter is just Tlompo. So I am keen to speak to anyone if I can advise if I can chat to Mostly if they things. can buy from you. We called you here not as an advisor. I made you as an advisor elsewhere. <laughs> you, we're here to help you sell your Definitely. business. Well done, mate. Thank you so much. I Kuman. truly appreciate your journey. I hope this grows from strength to strength. I have slightly, I'm older than you. So I've seen businesses that have grown. You know, I always want people to, I don't think we're telling these stories enough, but the story of one Richard Maponya almost that's the same way as your story. And look at him today. Yeah. Almost the same way he was doing home deliveries when he started his first business before opening the first store. And you know what's interesting? Yeah. His kids have benefited from his hard work. And his grandkids are grandkids probably are benefiting now. from that. Yeah. And even the great-grandkids. Intergenerational wealth. Excellent, mate. All the best. And may you stay flying high on that wing republic. <laughs> thank we you, We shall continue sir. to support you. Cool. It's thank you so, so much. Wonderful having you here. Likewise, likewise. Thank you so much. Unjasan. Thanks, Congo. When we come back, 089-110-3377 to advertise your business for free on this show. What do you know? You could be the next guest on Going Up once you've grown that business.